This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming out again, riding old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. So we're bringing you these studies on uh, divine healing, true and false. And we're looking at this time that divine healing is not a part of the atonement. And we're going into that thing uh, slowly. We're taking our time. And we're looking there at some of the scriptures. And I want to I want to go real slow and uh, pick up where we left off again. And I'll, before we do that, I want to bring you one more of our gracious old choir song. And uh, then I'll tell you how you might receive them.
Amen. Amen, brother and sister. His love can never fail. I found it so. Have you? His love. His love can never fail. Why does the Lord save sinners? Because he loves them. That's the only reason. You Not because you have anything or I have anything or because of who you are. No, it's because of his love. He chose. He chose a number back there before the foundation of the world. And I know folks rail at me when I tell them that. But the scripture says, ye are a chosen generation. Speaking about you and me who know the Lord. Peter said, you're a chosen generation. You didn't choose Christ. He chose you. But my friend, uh, we're going to get back to our study. But before I do, let me tell you, if you'd like to have some of these CDs on our radio choir, you write me. They're $5 each, and we have nine of them, and I'll send you a list of all the songs, or I'll send them to you, and if you don't like them, you give them to somebody else, and uh, I'll send you money back. But if you have a sick folks on a sick bed, terminal ill, or going to be there a long time, let me know, and I'll send you one uh, free gratis. Just take the money out of my pocket and send it to you. Folks say the old trailblazer is an old miser, an old skin flint. No, 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 that's not true. Folks who know me know that. And uh, I had a man write me one day, and he said, you old fool, you ought to quit taking those folks' money. And uh, uh, no, I wrote him back. I don't hardly ever answer them letters, but I wrote him back. I said, you see, you just don't know what you're talking about. The old trailblazer doesn't take a sour from this church. And uh, I believe in pastors being paid. I do, and I believe they ought to be paid well. Not extravagantly, but well. And the Lord blessed me, and I didn't have to take a sour out of this church. And I just believe it's a blessing of the Lord, and I didn't have to do that. But we're looking at this study now on uh, healing is not in the atonement, divine healing, true and false. And we find here uh, was, uh, in our last study, therefore Christ died on cross, on Calvary's cross, not to, not to heal our bodies, but to taste death for us that we might be redeemed from the curse of the law, and find forgiveness of our sins. Have you ever been forgiven? Have you ever? You know we don't have much uh, even forgiveness in this world. We don't have much. No, I tell folks here that I believe there's a many a home been broken up because neither one of them would say I'm sorry. Have you ever taken the blame for your problems, my friend? Have you ever been in an argument or a heated argument with your wife or your husband and neither one of you would say I'm sorry? That's so awful. That's so awful. So awful. Don't don't ever let that happen, my friend. But now we're going to turn to what we call, some folks get uh, uh, all worked up over this next portion that we're looking at. Let's turn to Isaiah 53, 5 and read this great gospel scripture. Listen now. You probably know it by heart. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now, I want you to get that. I want you to sit up, take notice. With his stripes we are healed. And I've had many, many folks tell me, surely this great scripture teaches that divine healing is in the atonement because it doesn't say, listen, but doesn't it say, with his stripes we are healed? Now, I wanted to get to this portion of scripture today because folks are anxious to hear what the old trailblazer has to say. But if you ever listen, if you ever got quiet, lay down whatever you're doing there for the next 12, 14 minutes and listen. Let me say here boldly that bodily healing is not taught, is not taught here at all. With his stripes, we are healed has no reference to bodily healing. The individual who insists that this teaches bodily healing in the atonement knows nothing about 
Holy Spirit conviction and repentance. When the Holy Spirit moves to bring a sinner to Christ, he stops that individual. He stops that sinner. He says, whoa, like he did the Apostle Paul there on the road to Damascus. And he brings that individual into the court of justice. He separates that sinner from everybody and everything. And he brings that sinner into the presence of God. And, and listen, uncovers his heart, lets him see his con- condemnation, the judgment that he's under, the sentence of death that he's under, and the curse of the law that he's under. He strips him of all of his self-righteous rags and lets him see he has no goodness or no righteousness nor any merit of any for an appeal. Now, I want to go back and requote that, my friend, because if some of you didn't get it, I've had many tell me, Pastor, uh, surely that great scripture teaches that divine healing is in the atonement. Because doesn't it say, with his stripes we are healed? If you ever lay down all that you have in your hands and got quiet, I wish you'd do it now. And listen, let me say here, bodily healing is not taught here at all. With his stripes we are healed has no reference to bodily healing. The individual who insists that this teaches bodily healing in the atonement knows nothing about Holy Spirit conviction, knows nothing about repentance. And when the Holy Spirit moves to bring that individual to Christ, he stops that individual. He says, whoa, like he did to the old Apostle Paul, and brings him into the court of justice, separates that sinner from everybody and everything, and brings that sinner into the presence of God, uncovers his heart, and lets him see and know his condemnation, that he's under judgment the sentence of death that he's under, and the curse of the law he's under. He strips him of all of his self-righteous rags, lets him see he has no goodness, no righteousness, or any merit for an appeal. Then he lets that sinner see that he's a son of Satan, a child of hell, and a sinner that deserves to go to hell. Do you get that? The Holy Spirit wounds, wounds that sinner unto death by bringing him to the end of all flesh. Now, I know... I know that this is a controversial statement. I know that, and folks will rear back and write me and email me and call me and cuss me. But listen, the Holy Spirit withers all the flesh life of that sinner, burns up all of his blueprint, kills off all of his ambitions of the flesh, and leaves that sinner wounded unto death. The battle the Holy Spirit has in the heart of a sinner to bring him to Christ arouses the enmity and the hatred of Satan towards God and that sinner. And Satan wounds that sinner in his effort to turn him away from Christ. There isn't a sinner who ever comes to Christ, but comes over all the opposition of Satan and every sword that Satan has ever thrust at him. And I tell you often, I'll mention before we have to leave you, we'll pick this up in our next study, but Satan, the old devil, the old, the old satanic uh, snake, sits right here in this little studio of mine on my shoulder, time in and time out, one of his emissaries do. And he says, Trailblazer, he's, he's, he, he speaks softly. He says, Trailblazer, you go on with all of this, and you're going to lose most of your audience. You're going to lose a lot of your good givers. My friend, I, you know what I tell Satan to do? Go to hell. Get behind me, Satan. You're going to hell. That's where you're going. Oh, my friend, you, uh, Satan is a, is a bold individual. He's bold in, in all of his blasphemy, in all of those things. But he tries to intimidate. 
He goes about as a roaring lion, seeking those whom he might devour. And that word means intimidate. If he can get me to shut my mouth, you'd never get saved, individual. If he could get me to shut my mouth, along with all the, the mainstay of our pastors and preachers of this world today, have shut their mouths and they will not touch this subject. They won't go there for fear of being criticized and ostracized and whatever size you can get. But my friend, it's the truth. It's God's word. I'm bringing you, thus saith the Lord. I'm bringing you what the Lord says. Not my opinion. I don't have an opinion. But I know how the Lord saves a sinner. I know how he saved me. I was walking around thinking I was somebody come, self-righteous to the core. And the Holy Spirit stopped by my heart and awakened me and showed me. And I don't have time to go into it. But he brought me down as a poor old lost sinner and gave me grace to trust the Lord for, for salvation, not for healing. Not for healing. Oh, my friend, what good would it do you to be healed from any catastrophic disease and then go to hell? What good would it do? Prolong your life here maybe a few days. If Satan could heal you, oh, we're going to get to that for long. Satan can heal you, my friend. But this is the old trailblazer, old Pastor Pendarvis, kind of weary and worn this morning. Remember the old trailblazer's address? The old trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, radiomissions.org. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you.